The problem that we're, as you say, the winter is beginning. This also has actually a very practical logistical impact on us, different priorities for different needs. And we need to make sure in our truck convoys that we respect the new needs that winter gives us for shelter, of course. I think the problem for the people of Gaza hasn't changed very much since the beginning, in the sense that what they're now seeing is what they expected to see in a horrific way, a horrific situation in which they have no escape and in which they're being asked to move still in conditions of danger. And we've seen all the pictures, haven't we, about them moving and pushing trucks and pushing carts down from the north to the south, the south which is already stretched and packed. So for the people of Gaza, what I think they need is a future. And what they lack is a horizon for that future. It would be really interesting to hear your thoughts on how the United Nations and the multilateral system might help the people of Gaza and indeed the whole region, let's be honest. Um, But for the moment, I think people's minds are really focused on this hospital, Al-Shifa Hospital. And There are accusations about Hamas using it as a base. What's your view on this as the UN's top humanitarian emergency relief official, given that you say you understand the Israeli military's objectives about wanting to get its hostages released? I mean, there are premature babies in the hospital still. Look, Hamas must not, should not, use a place like a hospital as a shield for their presence. That is as strong a statement under humanitarian law, as is the statement that the hospital should not become a place of uh, a war zone of danger. We find these two issues equally important and equally understandable for both sides. Now, our concern on the humanitarian side is for the welfare of the patients of that hospital, which is, of course, in great peril at the moment. We have no fuel to run it. The babies have no incubators, newly born Some are dead already. We can't move them out. It's too dangerous. Our concern is for the patients of a hospital that doesn't function. I understand the Israelis' concern for trying to find the leadership of Hamas. That's not our problem. Our problem is protecting the people of Gaza from what's been visited upon them. Understood. And to help those people in Gaza in the south, you're going to have to get more aid through. How many trucks are you getting through at the moment, bearing in mind that, what, it was 500 a day before the crisis erupted five weeks ago? Well, our key problem at the moment is the lack of fuel. So we've been negotiating daily, nightly, throughout the day, throughout the night, with the Israelis, the Egyptians, the US are involved in this, for replenishment of the UNRWA fuel depot in Rafah. And we need it replenished. We need at least a couple of hundred thousand litres to get us moving again. We have had agreements in those negotiations for such a replenishment, but they haven't achieved final approval at the highest levels of the Israeli authorities. So we need that decision made. And we need, and this is why we've talked about in a humanitarian ceasefire, we need to have time in safety for the private sector to operate to let those trucks in, to let those stocks replenished, to let those shops to be opened again for the people of Gaza. That's just as important as our operations, if not more. What do you say then, as the UN's top relief official, emergency relief official, to those people in Gaza who are looking, presumably, for help anywhere from any quarter, 
And presumably there are people all over the Middle East region who want peace. I mean, we haven't spoken about Syria, we haven't spoken about Lebanon. You know, there must be a message that you'd want to share with them to say that they are front and foremost in your thoughts. Well, they are front and foremost, not just in my thoughts, but in the thoughts of people around the world. This is genuinely a global crisis. We see it in so many countries. We see it in these conferences that keep happening over the weekend in Riyadh with the Arab League. President Macron hosted one last Thursday, President Sisi a few days before. There's a huge amount of political leverage, interest and will to bring this to a conclusion. Our role and our pledge and our message is we are right there sitting in front of those people on the borders of Gaza, in Rafah, ready to go at the right scale if we get the means to do so. We have plans how to do this. We have plans which do not include having people moved into so-called safe zones. We have plans to try to reach people where they are. It is a standard way of operation in a crisis like this. You find people where they choose to be, you find distribution points closest to that, and you keep those points supplied on a regular basis. It is really as simple as that. That's what we want to achieve, a logistical operation backed up by humanitarian law and ultimately ended by political will to end this conflict.